Hello and welcome to another episode of FBL Prestige Worldwide, where every week we discuss our fantasy teams, don't we, Kane? We do. As you can hear, that is the voice of my co-host, Kane, and we've been doing this Hello. podcast for a while now, in case you're a new listener, but I don't think we have any, so that's why we're trying to be a little bit more professional. <laughs> it's working. I like it's it. working. But we're doing well, Kane. I mean, you know, this is technically episode 14, but... Mm-hmm. We're going to be discussing game weeks 14 and 15 this week. Um, do you want me to go first? Yes, please. All right. <laughs> so, so nice. So professional. Um, so, yeah. Well, game week 14 seems like an eternity ago because game week 14 for me was actually okay. Like, um, I got 61 points. Um, you know, it was one of those game weeks where Obviously, Salah came up with the goods with the nice 30-pointer as my captain. But other than that, it was pretty basic. Like, I got Jota and Rafina, who um, got eight points each. So, obviously, from that last podcast, um, that, was, that was the podcast that I brought Jota in. Um, so, I actually got rid of uh, Foden, who was actually injured for that game. And got mm-hmm. Jotter in. So I missed, obviously, Jotter's big hole the week before. So eight-pointer. So it was a win. You know, I just made the the one trade. But other than that, everyone else did nothing. I mean, Ramsdale, three points. Cancelo, two points. Trent, two points. Alonso, one point. And Buemo, two points. And then Antonio, one point. Kane, two points. And Antonio, two points. So, yeah, 61 points. It was, ugh. you know, it, it was... It was okay being the average was 58 points. So, um, yeah, like, well, I reckon what we should do is we'll talk, we'll talk about your game week 14 and then we'll move on to game week 15 and I'll go on to game week 15. Yeah, okay. Sounds good. Um, so my game week 14, I was just looking at trying to remember what trades I did because I got... Let me have a look at your team. Out. Uh, oh, no, you got Jota in as well. Yeah, yeah, that was great to Jota because I'd taken the hits the, the week before, so I had money yeah. available. Yeah. Um, and that's it. And same thing, reserved was a good move because it got me the eight points. And I think even though Gray did something this week, yeah, in game week 14, he didn't. <laughs> no. Um, so I ended up getting uh, 74 points, which was a nice turnaround from the, the spiral since since my wild card all those weeks ago so uh yeah. 74 was pretty good i think i had a really good game week there um went up in in rank from 650,000 to 550,000 oh nice um, so i was happy with that and similar sort of thing i think my other dif- differential was smith row mm. um who we will talk about this week but he uh Regulon was a big one that week well. and yeah, yeah, for for that week it was because mm. what did he end up getting? He got a twelve pointer, got a goal, and a, and a clean sheet. Was it a goal? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he scored. Oh no, that, no, that was 14. the assist. Sorry, yeah, that was the assist. Yeah. He scored the week before, so he's been yeah. good for you. Yeah, since bringing him in, obviously, so yeah. we'll talk about him this week. So yeah, fourteen was a very good turnaround off the back of taking hits in in thirteen. So Seventy four points, which was actually a really really big score. What was mm. the rank increase you got for that game week? Uh, it was about 100,000. Yeah, nice, nice. Pretty much bang on because oh, the, cool. the game week rank was like, and 
was one so same with game week 13 the game week ranks were like 1.8 and 1.1 and then that led into game week rank of 2.1 in the recent game weeks i've i've really recovered from that from 650,000 that's the highest i've been since the start of the season so it's 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 turning around getting a bit more being close to the template helped and then also those differentials paying off yeah well then obviously we had one day break and it went straight into game week 15 and for game week 15 i ended up doing no trades um because i wanted to roll for this game week um and i ended up getting 46 points um which was obviously disappointing because the players that i wanted to perform just just didn't or the players in the last three game weeks that i've brought in um i.e alonzo james no not james James. sorry alonzo kane and jota well jota's kind of reward me a little bit it's mainly, it's mainly Alonso and Kane they've just done nothing since the last three yeah, games Kane, Kane's a bit and I think there's a lot of people angry about about Kane doing nothing yeah but um yeah I mean Ramsdale 2-pointer like Arsenal were well beaten that game um they didn't even yeah they didn't deserve to win and they didn't um Cancelo two points which makes sense for you know I could see him scoring um Trent did well though nine pointer which is good um, Alonso one pointer, James zero points. So the double uh, Chelsea defense is starting to slide. It was a looking bit. so good. It was looking so mm. good. I mean, they're still. I mean, I'm 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 not going to knee joke too soon. There's still plenty of good games ahead of them. Um, Salah captaincy, which was lucky because he only just got just got that uh, that assist for, against Wolves. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be his first blank since Burnley which would have been very impressive because I was actually tempted, very, very tempted this game week to captain Kane because Kane had the Norwich game. Oh, and yeah. I'm very grateful that I didn't because Salad obviously did score. did get points, sorry. So, and Kane got nothing. Um, Jota probably should have scored two goals, ended up scoring none. Yep. Rafina, which is my shining light because he got another assist. He's just been so good for me. He's just keeps getting returns. Um, and in Buemo as well, finally got an assist, which was nice after holding yeah. him for so long. And then Antonio, fuck. So those three, Rafina and Buemo, Antonio, pretty much made up my points. That's 15 points there. Yeah, five, five points from all of them. So good mm. good turnaround for their price points, really. Yeah. And, and then, then Kane. Then you got the favorable Trent, as always. Yeah. And then Kane with the two pointers, really disappointing because he did have, he did have like four or five decent shots, just couldn't score. So, um, and yeah, so, and that was the week that, yeah, Tony got COVID. So I ended up getting Embuemo, so, which was handy because I was a bit worried that, you know, that would have been painful if Embuemo's points were on the bench. So yeah, 46 points. Um, I've dropped from, I think I was 20, I was 19K last game week and I've dropped to 24K. So slowly, like little drops, but, enough to you know give me a bit of the ass so obviously four game weeks ago i was nine thousand, and now i'm 24k so yeah it's not too much of a slide but it's enough to um you know kind of i think, I think it's with with uh, potentially the right choices and and also like i said i i believe this is the period that people struggle to to keep on top of their teams um mm. 
well, because you can your way back a bit. At least games are coming about. thick and fast. It's like one of those things where it's, you know, like I said, it was only a month ago I was in the top, the top 10K. I mean, mm-hmm. like I said, I, I've seen people on, on the socials that have had like 100K drops. It's, so yeah. it's nothing to be too concerned about, but it's something that I, I want to address like by making some pretty aggressive moves. But um, how did your game week 15 go, bro? Uh, so I um, ended up doing Gallagher to Bernardo because I had all that money from Ronaldo, which that was a good I think, move. Yeah, because paid off. But I, d- I did Ronaldo in game week thirteen. That's when I did the the eight point hit. I think it was so. Yeah, yeah. Time to capitalize because he had that um, good game, uh, which was uh, Aston Villa. So the week before that, I didn't have him got him in for the Watford game, which paid off because he got the two goals. So yeah. instant repayment on Bernardo with 15 points. Yeah. Captain Salah like yourself. So I was... Sorry, who did, sorry, really, who did you get rid of to get Bernardo? Gallagher. Gallagher, that's Gallagher right. Okay. Good yeah. move, good move. So That was um, a mistake for you accidentally, wasn't it? Because you had him. You brought him in and he didn't really do much for you, did he? No. You brought no, him with, with Bentike, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I, I still feel like Benteke is the the more of the mess up there. But it's it the seems that Gallagher's just playing a lot deeper now. Ever since um the big attacking boys like Zaha and you know at least and, back as well. Yeah, and Zaha and yeah, so he's playing a bit deeper now. But anyway, continue. It happens, and it's typical of FPL. You you get him in when you're like, yep, they're doing strong. But if you don't pay attention to the team dynamics, you, yeah. you miss out. Yeah. So. It's the unfortunate side. And it's funny because we might have, when, when say, as they got injured and, and their fixtures didn't look good, we avoided Crystal Palace assets because we were like, oh, none of them are going to do good. And then all of a sudden, oh, Gallagher's done well the last few weeks. Let's get him in. And then by then it's too late. So maybe notes for the, for the future on, on injuries. Because I know you and I look at the, the injury list and go, all right, who's coming back soon? Yeah. Um, and who's potentially, yeah. So, yeah. Um, Captain Salah, like yourself, it was there was only a split second where I considered doing Bernardo, and then I was like, no, dedicated dedicated to Captain Salah. Yeah, would have yeah, been, nice. been would have been nice, but it's there's always the risk, especially when you've got so many people capturing Salah, and that's I'm not at that aggressive stage yet. Which same, same thing, something to look at, I guess, for for future. Um, I. Uh, now looking looking at my team, why ah uh, so Livermento subbed in for Smithrow. Smithrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because obviously Smithrow's been in form. Mm. Um so I did play him, but Livermento. So he was off the yeah. bench, two points. Uh unfortunate with Chelsea. Um yeah. to see that. Uh obviously against the strong, very strong West Ham side this season. It's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. No, uh, I, and, and good to see. It's unfortunate we didn't have a podcast last year, um, last week, because I was I was calling it big time. I, I really fancied West Ham to beat them, um, and yeah, they did. In the, you know, in uh, miraculous circumstances with a oh, massive wacky cross that went in. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, so good to watch. And and one of my managers at work, Mark, he's just like he was just on top of the world. Like, oh, uh, so good. He's a West Ham supporter. It was even better the fact that. Antonio passed it to him. So it was a cheeky assist, which was nice. Yeah, which unfortunately I see that you benched I had... him. 
Yeah, yeah, but didn't <laughs> didn't risk the Chelsea. Mm. Um, yeah, something to learn from there. Playing Benteco over him, um, but uh, I fancied uh, Benteco against United, but that didn't turn out. So, and then Vardy not performing, which gives me a headache. There got Obviously benched, didn't he? After we thought, yes. after literally on the podcast, we spoke, you know, about how I said that Vardy is a chance of getting benched. And he played, and then he got benched the next game. So, yeah, it's a bit unlucky. Yeah, and I, I think they even, um, he even got rested uh, in another. Have they played in different leagues? No, they haven't played yet. But that's the only one. No, okay. Yeah. So hopefully that rest means yeah more yeah, time. Yeah, we should but be fine. We will see. We will see. So uh, end up on fifty-one points, um, which actually is a good. Game week rank overall. Yeah, in comparison. Um, yep, still brought me down from 550 down to 515. So, sure, I could have said Two I could have in a row. Another. Yeah, yep, happy with that. Yeah. Um, and a turnaround, but uh, it's baby steps, baby steps. And and same thing, looking to take advantage of the Christmas period. I've already, with with the new segments in the podcast, I um, am yes. looking at always strengthening... Um, that midfield was my overall goal, which I think I'm at now, depending on what I do with something. But it's more about really narrowing down, all right, when does the game week swing? When do I need to have my trades in by? And, and pretty much setting alarms in my phone because yeah. I know I'll be at a family event and there'll be kids running around and food and maybe some drinks. And then alarm goes off. And I'm like, okay, get away for everyone. Get my trade in. That's and then when I you say, oh, I need to... Uh... This uh, Christmas turkey is, uh, it's back, it's, you know, it's, <laughs> repeating, it's on me. repeating on myself. So I'm just going to quickly nip off to the just, toilet. Yeah, I'm just going to take this phone call and, yeah. uh, and then just exactly. stand at the front. Yeah, stand out front in the 40 degree weather and do your trades. Yeah, that's exactly it. So, no, man, I got some good couple of game weeks for you, really. And they would like to be fair, looking at your team, getting the Bernardo Silva which, you know, is one that you've been talking about for a while and he just keeps um, keeps getting the job done. The fact that you just did it, pulled the trigger and got him in was was a good move because he rewarded yeah. you straight away. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we have some news. Have you seen what's happened with Tottenham recently? Yes. Yes. It's so COVID puts, city, boy. Puts us in a pickle with, with every, like I'm sure... The numbers for dropping Kane are ridiculous. It was always going to be after his blanks, four, four blanks in a row, whatever I got. Yeah, in. and that, that would have just tipped tip the scales. Um, what, and, and like I was looking at how they've, they've got a game tonight, I think. Yep, and uh, it's, just, it's been officially postponed. So It has, has it? Okay. Yep, that's officially done. And the Tottenham ground, um, White Hart Lane, is now officially... Um, closed, so they've closed the ground for safety. Obviously, and they have COVID. Brighton coming up. Yes, and it is closed until next week. So that's getting so. Postponed. It looks like it's ninety nine percent confirmed. Essentially, that the Brighton game will be postponed, and possibly the game after that, which I believe is the Leicester. No, that's Leicester away. No, I think it is Leicester. 
No, but that's a waiter Lester. Yeah, that's... but that's what I mean. It's because everyone's got COVID, so they reckon they might have to postpone oh, yeah, that as well. Yeah, mm. I understand. So they've taken some sympathy because I know in tonight's game, which is the whatever it is conference, European conference, they said if there's more than 13 players from the squad, or maybe it's the team, mm. uh, a positive, then they'll postpone it. But that's UEFA. So obviously yeah. Premier League's a bit more um, understanding for a local environment, I guess is how you put it. So I'm guessing the plan is all things going well, that Tottenham will be able to play Liverpool at home. Um, but if that is the case where it doesn't happen, then that's a big, I think that's the biggest fixture that everyone's going to be worried about because obviously that's Salah and Jota and, and Trent that will have blanks. So this is big news, Kane. Big, big news. Because, you know, with COVID, especially in the UK with this Omicron variant, they, if you have it, you know, you got to isolate for at least 10 days until you get a negative test. You look at Ivan Tony. So Ivan Tony got COVID. So he obviously couldn't play the game last week and he's now been ruled out for Watford. And it's more than likely he's going to be ruled out for Man United because game week 17 is another midweek fixture. So it starts next mm. week. So this is the thing where, because in this busy Christmas period, where if Tottenham have COVID, Brighton, Leicester, next weekend is Liverpool. So it's only, what, 10 days? Not even 10 days away. So it's something that I've considered where I've, in my trades this week, where I'm like, well, if I have to get rid of Salah and Jota, because, you know, that's, that's a week where we can seriously capitalise because everyone else... For one game week, we'll probably keep them. Have you thought about this at all, or still a bit fresh? Well, that that's uh, still fresh, but it begs the question of um, the the pricing, because obviously we've seen Salah go up mm. continuously, ridiculously. What about the whole getting them back in when they're at the well, new price? Cut now, this stuff? is the other thing. This is the other bit of news: the Afcon, so the African Cup of Nations, because of COVID. Ooh. They are bringing it forward. So apparently they've rescheduled it to start earlier than anticipated. So instead of like, I think it's the first week of January, it's now going to start like after Boxing Day. So what I'm reading online is that they're going to, players could possibly be leaving that Boxing Day fixture, which let's be honest, is two weeks away. <laughs> so this could be a big thing where obviously Salah's going, to the, Salah's going to the African Cup of Nations, which means that if the Tottenham game is postponed, we could get which rid of Salah. 20th of December. We could get rid of Salah as early as next week. Yeah. Mm. So. Well, Liverpool, Liverpool still plays Newcastle on the 17th. Yes, yes. You'd want that for so, sure. Yeah, so because it's midweek fixtures next week. But that gives you two weeks to get out Liverpool and Jota pending. Mm. So it gives you two more game weeks, essentially, to have Liverpool um, Salah. That's if Tottenham um, are still got, you know, riddled with COVID, then then obviously you can we we'll have to make decisions because you know we could probably get rid of Salah for that game week and then he he'll play the um the Leeds game. But then he was probably leaving for the Leicester game. So it's like, do you do you waste the trade? Do you get rid of him for one? Do you bench him? 
it's oh, it's going to be very very interesting mm, something to pay attention to and that's that leads me into because i've only sort of looked at game week 17 i've written down all the fixtures and dates all the way through to like the second of january but i haven't mm. figured out where the game week ends yet mm. so knowing that is a big thing especially because like i look at these dates it's like 16th 17th 18th 19th 20 mm. and then there's 26 so i could assume there's a game week break there and then it's well, all the way through till the second so i don't even know where the breaks are where to fit trades in so, and then on top of that, let alone yeah. when people are going to leave for this new date, that Googling it, it's it still shows the 10th of January is the first uh, yeah, nah, combination. So, so, they're, so they're moving it forward. That's that's currently the um, the rumours. There's a guy on Twitter, for everyone who's a big FBL fanatic, um, called Ben Krellen. And he he's the guy that everyone goes to that deals with postponements and double game weeks and stuff like that. And he's the one that's reporting it um, about AFCON moving forward and that players will potentially move earlier than expected. So, um, yeah, he's worth a follow, definitely, if anyone's out there. Just, I think he's at Ben Krellen at Twitter. Yeah, so Krellen is C-R-E-L-L-I-N. Yeah, sorry, that wasn't too sure how it was spelled. But, um, yeah, we'll so... like sharing some of his stuff. Let's yeah, it. it's very interesting because, you know, Salah's played every game this season and mm-hmm. it makes you think that I don't know I don't know he's going to keep playing I can't see him get rested I mean obviously the next couple of weeks are real full on because you know they play um, when do they play this week they play Saturday so they play Saturday this week and then they play Friday the week after so on the 17th so then the so Liverpool game, they play on the Monday. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So they have essentially two days rest after that game. So if it is postponed, you never know. It could be, it could be a blessing in disguise because Salah could easily get rested for that, for that Tottenham game. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, but we don't know. We don't know. I mean, you look at his fixtures and... You would imagine if he was to get arrested for any of them, it's probably the Newcastle game. So, yes, that's when we have to talk about our potential vice captains. Um, but do you have any more questions about that? Uh, no, I've just noted down things like Ben Krellen and <laughs> narrowed down on on dates for yeah uh, for incarnations. Oh, and then obviously in the back of my silly. mind is. Who else is going? Because I, mm. I don't pay attention. So there is a list. What we'll do is we'll actually, um, I've seen a list as well, which I don't, I'm not too sure, but I will, um, I'll retreat it. And um, it's really good. It's one, it's someone else who I follow, but I'll, um, I'll add them on there. But it's a list of every single team and player that uh, is going to the um, AFCON. So it'll have the, the, the team and then all the players. And one team that is going to be decimated is Watford because I'm pretty sure they have five African players. So, mm. but there's a few that have none, for instance. Um, I think who was it that has the, well, I'll have a look. We'll post it on, on, on our Twitter so everyone can have a look. But yeah, it's um, definitely worth keeping an eye on because, I mean, not really for fantasy, but maybe for, for our draft teams, Kane, you know, it's one of those things where we have to definitely keep an eye on. Um, so we have a new segment that we're going to, uh, unleash to the listeners 
I'm ex- I'm ex- so excited about this one because yes, I like to be honest, the the, the show's been very ad hoc, so it's like, uh, and I'm glad because it was just when you said let's do something like this, I was like, I've been thinking we need more structure and, mm. and something more interesting. So I put a lot of effort into this, um, more so than I've done in any of the whole podcast so far. So I'm excited. Yeah, explain what it is. Hit it. Hit us with it. Okay, so we're actually going to do so in every podcast now. Kane and I are going to have a little competition where we are going to um, have our game predictions and our um, predictions for the highest score for that game. So, for instance, um, you know, if it was the Manchester Manchester Derby and it was Man City versus United, I would sell Kane. I've predicted this game that Man City would win 2 0. Kane would say, oh, United would win. <laughs> Surprisingly, probably 1 0. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. I would say that Foden would be the top scorer for the game week. And Kane would say, oh, you know, Ronaldo would be the top scorer of the game week. And then obviously, we'll find out what happens with the results. And then the next podcast, we'll compare the notes and we'll see what happens. And we'll have a scoring system. So the scoring system will be. If you guess the correct team to win, to win or draw, you get a point. Um, if you guess the correct score, say 2-1, you get another point. Um, and then if you guess the top scoring player, you get two points. So it's not going to be, it'll be quite low scoring, but if you can manage to, to guess all three of the components, you know, you got four points. So yeah, it's going to be very interesting. So Kane and I have not seen each other's um, predictions. So we've just sent it to each other. So, um, I don't know, Kane. Do you want to do you want to do the honors? Do you want to read out what uh, the first game yeah. week is? Yep. Um, yep. Sorry, I'm just organizing my Excel spreadsheet. So, should should we go uh, uh, fixture by fixture? My, yeah, we we'll do fixture. fixture. Yep, we we'll do fixture yep. by fixture. Um, so the first fixture is yeah. So the, Brentford it's the, and Watford. Brentford and Watford. So you. So picked- my my pick is Watford to win. 2-1 against wow. Brentford. So they're playing away. Yeah. Yep. And I've picked Dennis to be the best FPL choice. Nice. So I've gone... Um, oh, I didn't even write it in, but I'll explain it in a second. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I picked Brentford to win 2-1. And my top scorer is Henry. So I didn't actually write it Henry. in there. Sorry, yes, Henry. No, yeah, and I was, I was looking at that. You should talk about Sorry. Uh, which is a, a funny choice because for a while there, uh, I had Pinnock. That was my mm. first initial choice. So, really, and, and that shows Even... the value of Brentford's. So, well, um, let's well, now we'll talk. We'll talk through it. So, um, first of all, why do you think that Watford are going to be Brentford? Well, it it came down to Watford's recent form, mm-hmm. and and what King and and uh, Dennis can do. From the yeah. rest of the team, um, and and that's why, like I, we both know Brentford's defence and and that they're going to be at home. But yeah, just seeing what Watford have done recently, I'm like, hmm, I th- I think they can get over them. And it, for for a while, it was one just one nil to Watford. Yeah. But um, I think it just comes down to Brentford's defence and how attacking they get because that's that's their key, really. Yeah, and you think Dennis is the one that's going to score the goals? I, I think Dennis is going to be the best FPL asset. So yeah. if even 
even if he's not scoring the goal, he's going to get the assist. So I, I could see him getting a goal and an assist. Um, yeah. Obviously, I, I rate, I think King's stats are higher, but Dennis seems to be involved more. Yeah. But I haven't looked as close as I would like to yet. Yeah. But that's that's my pick in what the time we've had. Yeah. Uh, and Henry, for you? Yeah. So I've gone Brentford 2-1, just based on two things, really. I mean, injury doesn't help too much with Brentford with Tony being out um, with COVID and Canos being out um, suspended. Um, but I am going with the home team because it's at Brent, it's Brett Brentford and because Watford's defense is still woeful. It's really bad. And because Canos is out, Henry seems to be the only one. And because obviously Brentford play wingback system, exactly like how um, Chelsea play. No Tony. I think, you know, Henry's definitely can do a James and just get a, get an assist or a goal easily off the back post. And because he's a defender, you know, he seems to get more bonus points when he scores. So, yeah, I was tossing and turning between, you know, Henry and Embuemo, but Embuemo's just done nothing. But also, I was contemplating Wissa, who's the um, one of their strikers. Yeah, I was looking at him. But I wasn't too sure if he was going to start. So, yeah, yeah I've gone with Henry. It's probably one of my more out there picks, but yeah, you know, I, I, I agree. Watford could easily win, but yeah, I'm going for that Brentford 2 1. Um, well, we'll move straight on to the next game, which is the Man City game. <clears throat> so, Man City versus Wolves. And I've picked a 2 0 with Cancelo to top score. And you, I haven't looked. <laughs> what have you done? Ah, oh, two nil with Bernardo. But Bernardo, yeah, Bernardo, yep, that's yep. fair enough. And and that's it. My second choice would be Cancelo. So mm. we, I don't think we need to explain that at all. No. Other than could can Wolves put up a defensive fight? Well, that's it. I think if Wolves, if Wolves manage to score, then yeah, Cancelo won't he won't get the top scorer. I'm basing it all just on clean sheets. Really, Jimenez is not uh, has been progressively getting back. We've seen glimpses of. Yeah, his past, but it's it's not there. And then on top of that, um, Wolves' midfield is isn't what it used to be. So. Yeah, definitely. Um, what's the next game, buddy? I never see Arsenal Southampton. Southampton, uh, yeah. and I picked Arsenal to win one nil, and I, I picked, picked one Odegaard. Yep, based on form, that's fair enough. I went one nil in Ramsdale, just because I have no idea who would score for Arsenal. Um, I don't even know <laughs> who's going to start for Arsenal. Because... And that's part of it as well, yeah. yeah. And and that's where, because I did the same thing in, a, in the Chelsea game, which we'll talk about next. Mm. Um, and I was like, well, the keeper gets clean sheet, gets bonus points. And I'm like, but all it takes is an assist yeah. for a midfielder and they beat the keeper. So yeah, Exactly. Um, yeah, I think um, Ramsdale, clean sheet, three bonus straight away. Um, you know, obviously... Whoever scores normally gets bonus, but it just depends on how they go, how they game. Like it could be a Lacazette goal, and you know he could only play forty-five minutes and get a yellow card. So Ramsdale's got more of a chance of getting the bonus if he can get those saves. But Odegaard's fair enough because because of, of the form we've gone for Odegaard. Yeah, a little bit of bias, obviously yeah. having uh, having him in draft. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's <laughs> why he scored. I think he scored two and two. So yeah, yeah he's been yeah. pretty good. Um. Chelsea. Chelsea, yes. So I've gone Chelsea three, Leeds nil. 
and my top scorer is James. And you, what have you done? I did 2-0 to Chelsea. All right, and explain I, this. Cause... Well, because and it's it's similar to the Bernardo Cancelo thing, but I didn't yep. decide until I was running the Chelsea. I was looking at it, I'm going, well, Lukaku played the other night, got a goal, um, but he, he didn't look amazing, but obviously it's his first game back. In, this is in the uh, Champions, Champions League game? Yeah, yeah, yeah they played Champions League. Um, but looking at Mount's form, so it's kind of like, but Mount might not play because... Mm because he played the full 90 minutes in the Champions League. So it could just as easily be Ziyech and I could write Ziyech there. And, and I'm tempted more to go with Ziyech, but it's Lukaku. So, you, so you're picking Lukaku? Um, I'm, I'm going to pick Mount. All right, so you're going Mount. Lock it in? Yeah. Lock it in. <laughs> All right, Mount. Interesting. I mean, he's been good. The form has been there, so it's nice. Um, yeah, I've just gone an absolute whitewash because... They're versing one of the easiest teams in the league. So, uh, you know, Leeds is really struggling with injuries now. I've heard, like, Phillips is now out for a long time um, and he's, like, the key to that midfield. So, yeah, I just can't see Leeds doing anything at Stanford Bridge. And I think James, hopefully, should fucking just, yeah, hopefully another 21-pointer. This time I'll actually get the points. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yep. Liverpool... Aston Villa, what have you done, buddy? I went with four nil, and and I'm I am I did the same thing. Salah slash Jota. Uh, well, let's I'm be honest. Gonna go... You're gonna captain Salah, so then technically you think Salah is gonna uh, perform, unless you captain Jota. <laughs> well, I, I guess I'm hedging my bets because I'm captaining Salah, but I'm gonna say Jota's the best player. So you're saying Jota. Okay, fair yeah. enough. That makes my life easier because I went 3-1 and I'm going Salah. Yeah. It'll be top scorer and self-explanatory yeah. for us, really. Who do you think is going to score for Villa there? I think, because it's just Stevie Gerrard, I think that they can easily get a goal against Liverpool. I can see it being a possibly a 1-0 like at halftime to Aston Villa, like a Watford bloody... Not Watford, sorry, Watkins scoring something, you know, and then Liverpool coming out of the you know, out of the woodwork and just destroying in the last quarter. So, I don't know. I can just see, just because of the, you know, the Steve Gerrard factor, we'll see what happens. But, yeah, I, th- I think the there'll Steve be goals. Steve Gerrard factor? Um, okay, then we're going to Sunday. Norwich Man United. I've gone Man United 3, Neil, and Ronaldo to be the top scorer. You. Sorry, okay. I'm just uh, writing yours oh. as we go. I, okay. have, I have to write it down because okay. I'm I, I did send it. them to you in text message. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, it's sent, like I've got it as a screenshot. So yeah, I have to okay. write it into my Excel sheet to gotcha. just teach because I don't want to screenshot stuff. They move around. Um, I have done uh, United to win 2 1. And top scorer, Rashford. Wow. As, as an FPL choice, I've chosen Rashford. Wow, that's crazy. Well, yeah, you know, yeah. he's playing out front, so a bit surprising. I'm surprised you didn't pick Ronaldo as well. And I'm surprised you don't back your team against Norwich. <laughs> I mean, you backed that's, it to win. That's a, but... two, that's a 2-1 win, but yeah. I also know the state of our defence. Mm. There's there's, yeah, there's still uh, silly mistakes. And I don't know if you saw, but Maguire didn't play the other night. Yeah, yeah. Well, you guys drew one all with young boys. But you didn't really play many players, to be honest. 
You rested no, it was like our second team. And, and it was, and a, it was a silly yeah. mistake. It was a mm. silly mistake. And exactly right. We were already through. It was like a testing mm. field. Um, so oh, nice. yeah, Lingard got time and um, yeah. I, I honestly think this could be the game week that Ronaldo scores his first hat-trick in the Premier League since he's been back. Well, it's hoping. It's hoping. Like, that's I'm, just I'm, me. I hope you're right. Now, do you know what? It's 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 one of those things where your your fantasy goals aren't always necessarily in line with your team goals. Yeah, exactly. For, for because being that I've just dropped Ronaldo, mm. I, that would kill me, and yet I would be so happy to, yeah, to boost that point. So it is what it is. Now, this game, um, we got a little asterisk because. It's the Brighton Tottenham game. So originally I wasn't going to put this in because of the fact that it's probably going to be postponed. It looks like it will, but if by some miracle it does get played, what did you do? What did you pick for that game? I did I actually did one all draw. Wow. Um, but that was based on it being played with players out <laughs> because of the virus. So yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. Yep, sure. Fair That's sure. fair enough. I've kind of went along the same situation with that. Um, I did Neil Law. <laughs> yeah, yeah much on, uh, the players they're being out and I've picked um Lloris to be top scorer um and you picked Mpai Mpai the, the man yes, in form yeah um, yeah exactly right I mean he he should have had a bloody hat trick last weekend he just mm. so it's they're getting the ball to him um, yeah definitely he's yeah it is what it is but no game means potentially a chance later on or Tottenham could turn it all around after COVID, and and yeah. uh, there knows. should be some points there because is that there's quite a few we're backing up games now. Um, yeah, there is. They've got, they're going to have if, yeah, they've already got one game that they need to play. So we'll see what happens with Tottenham. I never know. Harry Harry Kane might actually. Well, I fuck. I don't know. I'm not going back there. <laughs> Son for me every yeah, day yeah, of the week. Let's, yeah, <laughs> let's I think Son's on. the way to go. Yep. Um, what did you do for Burnley versus West Ham? Yes, Burnley West Ham. I've gone West Ham a three-one with Jared Bowen to be the top scorer. Yes, yep, and and that's understandable on the the Bowen train because I did I did one nil to West mm-hmm. Ham. Yeah, um, just based on, uh, I, I guess the Burnley number factor of goals. Home. Yeah. yeah, exactly right. Number of goals that mm. that are. That are potential there. So, um, and I did like I put Bowen down straight away, and mm. then I was like, Antonio. "But Antonio could be coming back." So if I had straight like based on stats, if I had to pick one, I'm picking Bowen. Mm. But you do have to pick one. <laughs> a, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. So in that case, give me one second. Ignoring that I have Antonio. Looking at how they play, and but it is Burnley. I'm I'm going to go Antonio. I'm going nice. to go Antonio. That makes it interesting. Makes it interesting. Definitely good. Um, yeah, no, I think that's fair enough. He could easy score. Hopefully, he's in my team. So fuck, I'd love it too. Um, Leicester Newcastle, bro. I've gone two all draw with Vardy top scorer, which is. Yeah, a, a draw though. Yep. Yeah, I, I guess you're looking at Newcastle coming back into form under the new mm. ownership. And, I and see management. on your Excel spreadsheet you've done a bit of an error because you've written two one draw. 
So I'm yeah, guessing it's meant to yeah, be two one win. I I would have had something like one all to begin with, and then yeah. written in draw, and then went well. Hang on, it's still Newcastle. So I know, but Leicester have been terrible defensively, and I can I can see those hence boys. Why I said draw. To yeah, begin. I I still can see them getting goals scored against them, especially with Wilson and you know Joel Linton and Co. I can just see them getting goals, but yeah, mm. I've gone for the two all. So, and we know why um, we're going for Vardy. Yeah, yeah. He yeah I had a look day. at it, and I was like, "What's well, potentially Barnes in terms of the FPL asset?" Yeah. But Vardy's the set piece, and and he's starting to come back. Like he's still the top scoring forward. So, yeah. And he hasn't been great, which is more about the team getting the ball. So, mm. I just kind of go two one Leicester win. They're at home. Yeah. Newcastle's just as defensively weak. Yeah. And then comes the last game on the Monday, which is the last Crystal game. Palace um, Everton game. Um, I've gone the one nil to Palace, and I've gone your boy Christian Benteke to get oh, the goal Benteke. and get all three bonus. That's my please, please, yes, <laughs> yes. That's what I'm predicting. And, um, and normally I would, but I kind of have a love hate relationship. It's like yeah. just a hate relationship right now. Yeah. Um. So mine's a one one draw, mm. and. I've gone with Richarlison to be the Yeah, very interesting that you picked him. Um, well, uh, two, two years ago, I'd have been drafted and hated him. Two, three, did you see the game, obviously, on Monday where he, yeah. <laughs> he had two disallowed goals and then yeah. scored the, the scorer in the goals? And in his, um, in his Instagram afterwards, he had the match ball and he said, thank you for the hat trick. <laughs> like, <laughs> because he scored three different goals, but he yeah, only got one yeah. in the end. So he did have a great game. So it would not surprise me if he come up strumps. Definitely. Yeah. Um, cool. So that's our first um, predictions in. Predictions. Um, so I'm going to trust you, Kane, with it. We'll call it your... prest- prestige predictions. Yes. Um, I'll trust you to handle all the Excel stuff and you can record it down for me if that's all good. And then yep, we can I'll read it out that. next pod. Um, yeah, so we're going to do that every week and, um, yeah, hopefully it's entertaining for you guys and, you know, it's going to be a good rivalry for me and Kane, so it should be good. Um, let's move on to our game week, bro. To game week 17. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, no, mm-hmm. 16. 16. Yes, yes, game week 16. So, has there been any movement in the old Limbadage FC, bro? What have you been doing? Well... What's it's been plans? tempting, but obviously we know you've got to you've got to wait and see how the games go when it's when it's Champions League round. So mm. that's that's the rule. Sitting tight. Um, I'm uh, first thought was just roll the trade. Like I've mm. got Trent, James will come back. Um, I was obviously going to play Regulon, and that was going to be my three. Mm-hmm. Captain Salah play Jota, play Bernardo, play Smith Moe. One, two, three, four, and then play three. So you do a but, three, four, three. Yeah, and then Vardy Antonio Benteke. And then it could easily just play Rafina because he's Rafina over mm. Benteke. Mm. And and that's a last minute decision. E- easy, nothing hard there. But it's more going well, obviously. Um, do I want to get Rafina out? Because these are harder fixtures and maybe bring in a Bowen. So use the trade. But now I've got Regulon out. So it's kind of a I'm not paying too much attention about any price changes. Yep, it's a good move. Um, but I would probably 
if I was going to do anything, it would be getting like I've got I think I've got 0.6 in the bank. So although most of this this uh, new information's come out today, Rafine mm-hmm. has been on my mind, but he's such still such great value. 6.740 is doing it's like probably just a hold because game when Kathleen's going to be back anyway. Well, have you much, so. uh, have I mean yeah, Rafina's fixtures aren't pretty for the next three. Like he's got Chelsea, City, Arsenal, Liverpool for the next four, may I, might I add. Um, but he's going to play, like you said. But have you any cause for concern about Smith Rowe and his injury? Well, I don't think uh, last I heard it's not that bad. Okay, because I haven't heard anything yet. I heard about it. It was in some embargoed tweets. I'm sorry, <laughs> embargoed tweets. Embargoed tweets, um, tweets, like comments from the um, Arteta press conference about Smith Rowe having a bit of a sore groin. Groin, yeah. And when I hear sore groin, I always think the worst because you think osteoarthritis pubis and stuff like that, because they definitely are one of those lingering injuries. And for someone young like Smith Rowe, I don't know. I'm a little bit like the fact he didn't even. He wasn't even on the bench as an emergency. Wasn't even on the bench, yeah. Mm. Which which shows it's serious, but mm. that hasn't entered my field when because mm. you um, could potentially have Regulon and Smith throw out this week, which means you'd have to play a Livermento and a Rafina, which you could yeah. be happy to do. But yeah, yeah, I, I'm not too because Rafina, he's he still could pull a goal out against anyone. I yeah. Think. So although he's not un. Playable is that the right word? Yeah, well, you, you, like he could still bench him, but he could pull a goal out of anything because he's yeah, the he's exactly. a talisman at the moment. Mm. Um, obviously, things might have changed with um, uh, regular calls. No, oh, you mean for Bamford? Yeah, he hasn't played so long, I've forgotten his name back, so that could affect things. Um, or well, it could potentially make him, yeah, there's more news a, that Bamford's actually injured again. Oh, so, dear. I don't know if you saw his um, miraculous goal in, in mm. extra time. So he celebrated like an idiot and he pulled up a bit lame. And now there's reports that he actually injured himself from the celebration. So he might be, well, from what I'm reading, he might be a doubt. So, yeah. And it's just another one. If, if Bamford's a doubt, if um, Phillips is out, and then, then I think the other one was um, Cooper. So I think they're missing like their main core. I mean, I'm sure Bamford hasn't been there, but it seems like it's going to be the Rafina team. So uh, against Man City, fuck, there's a reason I picked him to to lose 3-0 um, or 2-0. Whatever. No, 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 not City. Sorry, who they got? Um, Chelsea. Yeah. Is it Chelsea that they're versing? Yes, they're versing Chelsea. Um, you're talking about Leeds? Yeah, Leeds versus Chelsea. Chelsea, yeah. That's why I picked Chelsea. Yeah, that's why. That's it. When, yeah, when we said Chelsea whitewash. Yeah, exactly. But like you said, he can yeah. still, he's still playing. That's, that's the plus. Um, he, he could still pull a goal and get you five, six points, kind of thing. So, um, so yeah, like thinking about the groin, I, same thing. You wait and hold, leave it to last minute. It, it mm. could be, it, it is a slight improvement, I think, to go to Bowen over Smith Rowe, but Regulon's a risk. And yeah, so, I'm, I'm, I'm more tempted to do that because Rafina's not injured. That's, okay. that's not a risk. So you're looking to move on Regulon this week? Uh, it's pretty tempting if if it's two game weeks, like you say. Like that's mm. not when exactly. I don't I don't know at this stage who I would bring in. I I could 
Well, I think he's at like I 5. don't think I can afford because it's only 0. 0.6 in the bench. He's 5.3. Yeah. Mm. So, so you 0. can. 0.6 kind of prices me out a lot of things. Mm. So you could get a 5.5. 5. Um, so, okay, let's just take a step back. So if, let's say, the news is Smith Rose, you don't know. Like, let's say you have no news on Smith Rose, which could definitely be the case. Would you still be tempted to to roll, or would you definitely look to move on Regulon? I think I would move if it was t- yeah more than so one you wouldn't week, just possibly play like Livermento over him because Livermento's nah because he's he's not that good of fixtures and he's kind of dropped off what he was doing so. Mm. I don't know where I would go with it. Um, because obviously you want to roll, but it just depends. Like, is the, it- I think the idea of rolling is to downgrade someone so you can instantly do another trade to upgrade them. Yeah. But if I'm just going to get Regulon out, or maybe he's the one I do upgrade because Vardy doesn't perform again, possibly that works out well. Well, let's say, for instance... But the same thing next week, I'm left going, who am I upgrading him to? Yeah. That's- versus... I, I could just be going to like downgrade Regulon this week just to get someone who maybe has a good fixture and have a little bit more money for next week. And then I'm just rotating between whoever that is and, mm. and Livramento and just have that rotating third, third defender. I think the fact that there's the quick turnaround. So after this game week, there's games to start straight away on like Monday or Tuesday. I think the fact of having two free transfers is, you know, it's really, um, it's something that I, for instance, that's what I did. Like that was my plan. It was like, cause I'm, you know, I saved the two free, my, my, my original plan before I had to, you know, get Jota in because of Foden, I was going to roll that. And I would have been set for that, that, that mid midweek fixture. But I ended up rolling in the midweek fixture instead because I'll, I'll get on, I'll get onto it when with my moves, but because there's so much congestion with these fixtures, I like to have, flexibility and by having two free transfers it gives you that flexibility where you can just be like you know for instance this week let's say Ronaldo bangs for you and Vardy does nothing and you go oh fuck I need to get Ronaldo in you've only got 0.6 in the bank you're going to have to make two trades to get him in you know but by having that by rolling that transfer you're not going to spend any points to do it but I understand because obviously Regulon as well is you're going to get you're going to get a zero and that's you're going to get a zero Livermento, yeah, it's either zero or maybe a two from Livermento versus I could mm. bring in Alonso and see a bit more, which is still is a risk, but I'm no worse off for that risk. And you just got to think if it is um, worth it, like say you do bring in Alonso and you've got well, and then let's say Ronaldo does bang and you really want him next week, you might it might be worth the risk taking minus four to do it, you know? It just depends on, on what you think with your team. Um, yeah. But interesting. So... You could possibly be going for Alonso this week, for Regulon. Could could be. I mean, that's that's only for just looking at potentials of mm. of who around that price point uh, is is in my price bracket. Um, Would you be tempted on a Man United defender, Walker? What, is like Shaw, or a certain uh, Dallo? Four point four. That that was a one-time thing. Yep, I thought so too until I heard Wambasaka got injured last night and stretched off. He was stretched off. He was stretched off, Kane. (laughs) I only just saw that today. I haven't looked too far into it. All I know is he got stretched off. So 
that makes me think, holy shit, maybe it's that no, I, I literally watched that. the game and it said nothing in the highlights about that. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. It's apparently right at the end of the game, he gets injured. He, I think he like smacks his knee and he like hurts his wrist. He gets like two injuries in one and he gets stretched off. So as soon as I saw that, I, I was like, it off. yeah, I was like, fuck Dallow for 4.4. He has no one else to replace him. Like Wambasaka is the only one that's got that spot. I mean, it's risky. I agree with you. Like there's a reason why we're like, no, but he's very attacking. Like he's got promise up forward. He's just a terrible defender. He's like the opposite. I was listening to um, a podcast today and they were talking about comparison Dallow with Wambasaka. And he reckons if you morph those players, you'd have the best player because one is really good at going forward and one's really good at defending, <laughs> but they both the are sh- and yeah. The, yeah. So they're like the ultimate player. So, he could be one that you could do, and that could actually give you that money to um, possibly move up to Vardy next week if you have to. I mean, I think you still need a bit more, but it gives you a bit more money. To, to Ronaldo, yeah. yeah. Mm. So, I've, uh, yeah, keep my options open. And I think the important thing is keeping the strength in my midfield, having the flexibility across the team. I think I need to move Benteke out. but Mate, I've got him to top score this week. The injury concerns the first thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For yeah. one game. The reg- the Regulon thing is a bit funny because he actually you got unlucky last week because he got he got yellow carded in like the first 15, 20 minutes and then he got injured. <laughs> so he ended up on zero points. Um so yeah, you got unlucky with that, but then apparently he was all good. But now it seems even worse that he's gonna not be able to play. Yeah, there's no team to play with. So um and Camsey? Salah. You're not tempted by the Vardy train. Vardy against Newcastle um, versus Liverpool against Villa. But then then I might as well look at City versus Wolves. Because even though my comparisons, mm. even though my comparisons, I said, I think um, Salah will top score. I only base that because I think he will score a goal and get three bonus. Well, I think Vardy will score both of Leicester's goals. I honestly think, I think Vardy will, I don't know. You know it, we're doing predictions here. Uh, it would be a hard choice. If I had Vardy in my team, it'd be a hard choice just because it's Newcastle, bro. <laughs> it's going to be so many goals in that game. That's why I picked four goals. I picked two, yeah, two each, you know. I don't know. We'll see. Don't worry. I'm, I'm not trying to well... pass you. <laughs> No, no, no. And it's, we, I mean, we've got to discuss these things. But then, like, if I, let's just have a quick look. So they versed Villa last week. Yes, he only played 25 minutes, but it wasn't a good 25 minutes. Southampton the week before, obviously, they're still defensively weak, didn't have a good game, played a full 90. Watford, great. So it's more like when the team. It's a flat track bully, bro. Works loves- for him. It yeah, works. he loves shit teams. But then again, you've got Bernardo Silva there as well, who could easily do score well. And so that's you have... why you can't you can't rely on mm. whether or not Newcastle's defense is going to be there or not, especially with how f- new their tactics are. Mm. So nah, you... they are more likely to go with Bernardo, um, even though it's against a, a harder team, because I, I, I guess Salah. There's a reason Salah's the price he is. Yeah, he's still... And he's had that consistency. Yeah. Bernardo's currently got the better form, the better ceiling, but 
like Salah's going to get me what at least five points. So yeah. if you're getting double digits from your captain, you've got to be happy with that because it's a touchwood sure thing. Mm. No, I agree. I think Salah. I, I prefer um, to go with the consistency. I think consistency. this is not this is not the game week to go against Salah. I think that he will score points. Um, I'm just thinking of someone in your position. When would be a good time to go against him? You know. It just sucks. Well, the, the only alternative would be to go to Jota, I think. Like Bernard yeah, is true. a risky play. Jota's the equivalent. Mm. And I mean, Firmino's out. So, yeah. And, no, and I right. definitely reckon Jota should have had, had the hat trick last week. Oh, so, yeah. That, he should have definitely scored for sure. Sellers guaranteed a goal. That's, yeah, exactly. So, as a captain, yeah. guaranteed 10 points. Does yeah. Jota has score that when. I mean, he only got three points last week. Yes, it was against Wolves, but 8-14-8 against Everton, Southampton, and Arsenal. I think if the he's fact in form, he's going to kill it. I think the fact that's that's a it's, being played, captain. it's being played at Anfield, I think it would have been a different decision if it was, you know, at Aston Villa, but it's at Anfield, so I just think you have to go Salah. Um, yeah, nice, bro. And so who are you vice-captaining? Bernardo. Over Vardy, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, because you never know that could that could oh. come down to it. <laughs> oh. It could, it could. I mean, it could be the week that Salah gets rested. Exactly. So so he knows. And and that might work out better for me. So, so just wrapping in, in up. In a world where everyone's got Salah and everyone's captaining him, yeah, that, that could be a differential week because you get your bias. So just wrapping up your team. You're more than likely going to play a three-four-three, three, hoping that Smith Rowe plays. If not, you got Rafina, and Regulon could be anyone, but you're more than likely going to trade him. Correct. Yeah. Okay. That all sounds right. Perfect. All right. Well, let's move on to my team. Your team. And I can confirm, I have already made my trades, both of them. Bam, bam, bam. Both of them. Okay. Who are we so down far. Kane's gone. Yep. Kane is fucked off. He's out of here. Um, I was Get actually little, I was actually a little tempted to to hold him because it was, it was um Brighton, but then I realised I came to my senses and was like, No, Sean, you're not stupid. <laughs> Get rid of him. <laughs> what are you thinking? Um, and then obviously the COVID stuff happens. So I have traded out Kane. And I've also traded out um, Rafina. Rafina's gone. And I've brought Ooh, in Ronaldo. The bad fixtures. I've brought Ronaldo in and Bowen. It. And Bowen. Um, yeah, very nice. Very I was, nice move. I was up in the air about Bowen because pretty much this week, I wanted to do four trades. So my plan was to do... <laughs> it was a bit knee-jerky because obviously having a shit game week, I was like, fuck it, I'm going to take a minus eight. And then I came to my senses a little bit, you know, because you got you to think about these things. So originally my plan was to go minus four because with Tony being having COVID, I was going to go Tony to King, Kane to Ronaldo, Rafina to Bowen, and Mbwemo to Gundan. Now, obviously I didn't do that. <laughs> And I've taken a step back because I've kind of, you know, prioritized my trades. So I've decided to keep Mbwemo this week because he's got Watford. Um, 
And I think this is the last game that I'll probably keep him for. He's probably someone that will go next yeah, week. Yeah. Now, Understandable. the big decision was to see if I was going to take a minus four to get rid of Tony. So my plan was always, I was always going to do um, Bowen in somehow. So, so if it was Bowen in for um, Rafina or for Embuemo, he was the biggest plan. I was like, yep, Bowen's coming in for sure. So I've ended up going Bowen in for um, Rafina. And then the next step was like, well, do I downgrade Kane to a cheapie, like a Josh King or a Dennis? And then I spread that Kane money into my midfield and get like two Man City midfielders, like a Bernardo and a Gunduan or a Foden, for instance. But then there was kind of the Tony dilemma where it was like, well, Tony's got COVID now. It looks like it's going to be out for three game weeks. So if I get King in and I have King and Antonio, then I have Tony. I'm going to have to downgrade Tony eventually or I just keep him on my bench. But I feel like for three game weeks, it's just a waste. Yeah. There's too much money there. Um, and it's, it also... There's money there. But it, and so, because that's where, like, I think the stats are actually better from Wemo, but it never pays off. Mm. But either way, one of them's a waste. Yeah. And the problem it's I like, had it's was... Like two's too much from the same team there, yeah. which is kind of how I feel about having Bowen and Antonio. Not that it's too much money, but one's always going to shadow the other one. Well... Yeah, I'll, I'll speak to why I picked Bowen. But yep. if I was to, um, you know, do that trade of the two Man City boys, I would have got rid of Basuma and brought in, um, brought in probably, I probably would have gone Gunduan and, and um, Bernardo just because of the price. But then I would have had five midfielders that I would have to play. Um, and I've obviously got my back four. So the problem was doing that trade, I would have a, a four, five, two, which is obviously too many players. And I was there was no one I was going to drop. I was like, I can't bench, I can't bench Trent, Cancelo, James, or Alonso, or Jota, or Salah, or Antonio. <laughs> so by bringing those trades in, I was like, look, let's be sensible here. Take a step back, it have makes a look. It's the sure thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I've gone, and and otherwise you've still got to playing. Yeah, and I've like other options for each position. Yeah. Well, as you can tell, so I haven't. I've kept Tony right now. So Tony's on my bench. He's my third. Um, sub on my bench but I'm doing that based on just because I don't really need I, I mean I was really tempted to get King in he would have been my trade I've been like fuck it I'll take a minus three a minus four and bring King in as well but I had the same problem I, I didn't know I didn't want to bench King this week because King, King could get returns you know and yeah Yep. I just didn't want to have to bring in a player that I'm going to bench straight away. So I was like, I can just wait on King. You know, he's going to go up money, but if I need to get him in, I can get him in next week. So, yeah, I, with the Bowen situation, I was like, well, he's less owned than Bernardo Silva. And I think he has a better fixture than Man City, in all honesty, because the, Man City have got Wolves. I honestly think that the Burnley game is a lot better. And then obviously you see all the green from game week 16 all the way through to game week 22. I mean, it's the hardest game he's got is Arsenal and that's not really a hard game. So I really back Bowen. He's in form. You know, he seems to be the player to go. And, and the fact that he's only 4.8% owned, he's, he's the reason yeah. I've gone for him first over a Man City midfielder, which is something that's going to scare me big time. Not having a Bernardo, a Gundogan or a Foden this week, is like it scares me shitless yeah. literally because because remember two weeks ago i was like i 
need either Cancelo or you need you need city, you need cover, city which, cover. Which you've, you've got Cancelo, but it's not obviously enough. We know the points are in the midfield. Yeah, it's definitely not enough at the moment. Um, I, I think Bowen's still the right choice. I, I think that's a very um, it is and very smart move. And I'm I'm happy to go early because obviously if ever, the people that went early last week against Chelsea was. You know, kudos to them because he obviously came out came out with eleven pointer. It was great. He had a great game, and that's just by watching that game is one of the reasons why I wanted him in my team big time. And like you said, having Bowen and Antonio, it could be you know a disadvantage to me. But I just think they're both. You know, if it, I think I consider it to be a good thing because if if maybe Antonio doesn't do anything, at least Bowen will do something, and vice versa. But I still I think they're going to both be involved because at the moment they're both playing up front, and those fixtures are so enticing that I can just see them just hauling big time. And I want to take uh, advantage. I hate this kind of talk because I'm like it just makes me go well, <laughs> stuff it. I'll have Livermento and I'll just keep going. <laughs> like it's every week it, all your talk convinces me of something. But well, look at look what happened I last keep... week. I didn't speak to you at all, and then you got Bernardo Silver and you got a fifteen pointer. So yeah, <laughs> let's be yeah. honest. Sometimes, but I'm. Um, What's changed, like, is I think it was three weeks ago. Something's changed in how I look at my team and mm. and the the stats that I'm looking at, and and the and now I'm actually looking at fixtures rather than just form. So mm. that helps a lot, and and it's a good time to review what your strategy is if it's not working. Because yeah, hundred percent. That just just for the listeners there, but um. So the the other elephant in the room is the fact that I've got Ronaldo in. Yes. Um, so oh, obviously. Well. There's well, no time like the present. Yeah. I mean, this was the thing. So it was like, I feel like the template, it, it's starting to look away from forwards because there's not really much there. And I'm going away from the three forwards. I'm going for the two. And I'm probably going to go away from the, the four defenders eventually and go to three. I think the five in midfield is the way to go. And that's what I want to try and get to in a couple of weeks. So I thought, fuck it. I might as well pay up for Ronaldo. Like I looked, I looked at possibly Sancho and Rashford in midfield, and it just, I just haven't seen anything that I like. Um, Bernardo Silva, I mean not Bernardo Silva, um, Bruno Fernandez is just too expensive for what he's doing. I'd much rather have Ronaldo, and the fact that Ronaldo took that last penalty is something that, you know, it, it's it draws me closer to him than than Bernardo. I mean than Bruno. Um, and yeah, I said fuck it. You know, I had pretty much it's like a sideways move. They were kind of cost the same money at the time when I made the trade and Ronaldo's fixtures are just, yeah, you, you can see them, you know, Norwich, Brentford, Brighton, Newcastle, Burnley, Wolves, Aston Villa. Yeah. yeah. And then it's West Ham. And there was some talk being like, is Ralph going to fit him in? Cause he's, does he, ha- he doesn't have that pressing style, but then you heard him. The other, si- the other side is he talks about well, of course the manager has to change their style to the team. Yeah, he so, said. Yeah, he said it's about evo- it's about adapting to the team you're given. Yeah. So he yeah. he crushed that. Straight well, I think away. he'll combine them. I'm hopeful he combines both and we kill it. Mm. But it, there's going to be teething problems, and and it's still early days. Like this, uh, one of my managers at work. He's he's from. Germany so he was like you have one of the greatest managers of all time one of the best in the world there but he goes but he hasn't been tested with a big team yet and although we're not the powerhouse we used to be United 
um, he has that opportunity here and he could very well prove that because of what he's brought to the game of football. So I'm excited. I think Ronaldo is a very good choice. And although I can't get him back in because it's it's a backward step, if that could come back to bite me, not holding him. So hey, there's, I, I think... there's nothing wrong with uh, learning from mistakes. Trust me, I've done the exact same thing. I mean, yeah. you know, I, I look at the fact that I got rid of Foden and he's someone that I want to get back in straight away. That's the biggest thing. It's hard to be like not be stubborn with your moves because I find that was a bit of my downfall a couple of seasons ago where it's like, you know, you trade someone out, you realize, fuck, I made a mistake and you're like, no, I'm not taking it back a step. I, he, I don't <laughs> want him on my team. I got rid of him for a reason. It'll work out eventually. Confirmation bias, yeah. Yeah, and then you realize, fuck, it's, it was a mistake just getting back in and that's that's something that I slowly had to had to learn last year and that's something that I'm happy to do now. I just put all emotions behind me and I just go, if I've made a mistake, I just get them straight back in. Um, so yeah, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that Ronaldo is definitely not on your list straight away. Was... No, well, and it's, it isn't much of a move from Vardy. Exactly. Cause... You have an easy act, you know, it's an easy step up. It's only like but I'd, it, it, one either mil. of them could go either way. Like it was a hard choice to drop Vardy over, um, drop Ronaldo over Vardy. Mm. And uh, yeah, time will tell of which one was correct. But at the end of the day, the odds are always against your FPL. And, mm. and I was, I was just looking up because like when you, live and breathe football and and you're playing and then you're watching the games and then you play FPL in and then you play draft FPL and I think there was a point where we were playing I was playing three different draft leagues and yeah it's it gets crazy so I took it back a step but I sort of look at it and go but the or the continually wanting improvement like there's no such thing as perfection in your team it's it's kind of like a life quote being like your FPL steam is a constant improvement as a reflection of yourself. Success can always be sort of like, it's like one of those quotes to go like, it's at the end of the day, it is just a game and it's fun. And so you can't be, you can't let it overtake many things, but at the same time, it it can take away from so much um, crap in your life to actually provide some sort of distraction. And that's what makes it so great. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I totally agree. Um, yeah, it's something that we obsess over. Thus the podcast. Um, Thus the podcast. So yeah, man, that's so I'm going to line up with um, the four four two this week. So um, yeah, I'm going to have Salah captain, Ronaldo vice captain. Currently, there's so much of me that wants to go Ronaldo this week because it's Norwich, but. You're right. I need to see a bit more from United first before I even think about that because there's still a lot of water to go under that bridge until Ronaldo's a viable captain option, especially to beat Salah. Um, and yeah, my, I, currently my bench is Livramento, Basuma and Tony. So it's pretty weak on the bench, but I just look at my team and I'm, mate, I'm fucking hard. <laughs> I'm just like, I like Ramsdale against Southampton at home. Alonso and James against Leeds at home. Trent, Salah, Jota against Aston Villa at home. Cancelo against Wolves at home. And Buemo against Watford at home. Bowen, Antonio and Ronaldo all the way to Norwich and Burnley. I just think it's like, it's going to rain points this week. Well, that's what I'm hoping. Because the yeah. fixtures couldn't get much better than what, what it is at the moment. 
I, and I like I said, you've, you've easily got sixty points there. I reckon. No, oh, mate, I'm 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 going for an eighty pointer this week. An eighty pointer. That's, that's my plan. You know, if if Wemo, Bowen, and Ronaldo get the points, they're the ones, especially in Wemo and Bowen, who are you know they're less than you know less than five percent owned. And Wemo two point nine, Bowen four point eight. It's just oh, it's perfect. So, and then even Alonso, you know, he's only ten percent owned. So, yeah. Fingers crossed. Everyone's jumping on Ronaldo as well. So he's one that I'm glad I have in my team. I would hate to not have him in my team this week because he's now up to 30% owned again. Um, but yeah, I'm just hoping that no one gets rested because then the minus four for, for King on my bench probably makes it worth it. But, you know, I still look at it and I go, what's the most points King's going to score? Probably like eight. And if I take a minus four, it's only four points. I don't think it's that much, you know? Um, so, yeah, man, that's how I'm going to line up. Any questions about saying? No, like it's it's exactly like for a minute I crossed my mind of would you not make Tony a number one bench option? But I think if if you have Liverpool to come and he will score higher, even in the fixture. No, no. So yeah, Tony's got COVID, bro. He's out. Oh well, then he'll definitely score. <laughs> he'll definitely score high, won't you? Yeah, that's the thing. So the plan is yes. Tony to um, I'm going to get rid of Tony next week. That's probably the plan. So, yeah, um, it yeah. just depends what I do yet now because because I got a bit of money in him. It's okay if he goes down a bit of money. So because I bought him at six point four and he's six point seven at the moment, so it won't affect me too much. Um, yeah. you know, that'll give you like point one. Yeah, and if it, I, I kind of have a plan in the back of my head, if if any injuries happen this week, I'm willing to take a minus four. Um my second one for the season. Um, so because of the congestion, all the fixtures, I think it's it's fair. Like uh, like I said, uh, any other game week, I probably would have taken a minus four this week and brought in King, but I just had no one to bench and I wasn't willing to do that. I just It's too much of a headache after my benching dilemmas that I've had this season. So, so yeah. All right, man. Well, I guess we good can... podcast. Yeah, that was good. It's good. I like the new segments. I hope everyone else does. They'll um, love it. Yeah. They, they like listening to us and talk um, about amazing things. We will have to do another quick one um, next week, but then we're going to have to probably not have another one for a good week in a bit because I'm leaving the mole land and heading to oh. the football land. So I'm going to London next weekend. So I will be probably won't be online for a good week, but the good thing about it is there's fixture after fixture after fixture. So we're probably going to have yeah. to do some sort of just before Christmas, do a, um, a pod on probably three game weeks because they're all one after the other. So. I, yes. yeah, I don't even know when they end. So we'll figure that out. And, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hectic, pencil bro. it in. It'll be like, we'll have two days. I think it's Christmas. No, we can't. Oh man, it's going to be hard. But no, it's literally least, every day. Like I know. There's, there's the a break only day after they have the Christmas 20th. day. Yeah. So it's so like it's just before Christmas that we're talking so about. So we'll have we'll be able to do a podcast next week. Then after that, well, let's be honest. In two weeks' time, it's Christmas, bro. So Christmas time is once a year. All right. See you, buddy. <laughs> Thank you for listening, guys, and we'll speak soon. Cheers, bud. See ya.